Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Year I Made It podcast. My name is Madison, and thank you guys so much for tuning in. On this episode of Mental Health Monday, I am going to be sharing with you guys a little bit about what I am calling hitting my stop point and canceling hustle culture. And so I wanted to share with you guys a little bit about how I am totally the overscheduled girly pop with way too much to do, not enough time, and how I've learned to change quite a bit in order to not be running from place to place and instead have the ability to kind of take my time and enjoy life a little bit more. So that is what I'm going to be talking about today. I have some tips for resetting in order to just kind of live a slower, more peaceful life. And I'm going to share some fun stories with you guys as well. So I wanted to start by telling you guys this story about my HOA. So I have an HOA for the very first time. Uh, where I just moved to in my townhouse. And so I've never had an HOA, but I knew they were going to write me, right? I knew I was going to do something. But I expected for like, I don't know, like I painted my door hot pink and like they wrote me like, ma'am, you can't have a hot pink door. But uh, so they did write me about two and a half months into living here, they wrote me. And if the HOA writes you, if you guys don't have an HOA, so you know, they send you like a two-page email to tell you to open a two-page document And then like, in my case, the very last line of the two-page document of the two-page email was a line that said, this is real, that my door is currently white and that it needs to be painted beige. And uh, I just, I didn't know how to take this because at first, you know, I kind of thought it was a joke, but... uh, I mean, it came, you know, a whole thing of violation, the the code of what, what I violated in the HOA, the whole shebang, right? So I write back and I'm like, hey, so like I haven't even changed the door since I moved here. It literally just looked like this when I moved in here. And uh, they wrote back like some answer that was basically like, we don't care, your door should be beige. So as I'm driving around, I notice no other doors are beige. All the other doors are black, except for in my little, like all of my, all the townhouses where I live are like little, like threes. And so the, all of them are black, except for the little three I live in. The middle one's beige. The two on the side are white and all the rest are black. So it's been a, been a weird time with the HOA because whenever I got this email, it was titled like exterior maintenance, uh, renovation or something like that. And I was like, well, I definitely didn't do that because I certainly can't afford to be doing any exterior maintenance. And then it was because they want my door to be beige and it's currently white. And I can't believe that that's a real story. But now I see why people are like, oh my God, you would not believe about my HOA. So anyways, I just wanted to share that story with you guys. One, because I thought it was funny and ridiculous. And two, because it's a good example of how I kind of stopped doing this people-pleasing hustle culture. Um, Me, like five years ago, would have been like, oh my God, I cannot believe this. And would have gone out and like bought beige paint and repainted my fucking door the next day. And this version of me is telling you guys this story. And I don't know, it's been a while since I got this notice, like a month. And I don't even have beige paint. Couldn't couldn't fix it if I wanted to. And so that is, I think, just like a really good example of one way that I have slowly started to kind of cancel the hustle culture, the people pleasing, and instead take time for myself. Because since I have gotten that HOA notice, I have had to travel to probably three different states for work. I've been sick. 
and, you know, just life. So uh, it just honestly wasn't a priority, so I didn't do it. And so I kind of feel like, oh, what a relief just to not make other people's nonsense your priority, which is a lot about what I'm going to be talking about today. So I totally used to be like an iced coffee and Red Bull girly. Like I thought like, no worries, don't need sleep, don't need whatever. I'll just keep doing the energy drinks, nice coffee and bebop along forever. And obviously this does not work forever. I'm 30. So I can tell you guys that this, one of the stories I'm going to tell y'all probably was a year or so ago. So 29. And let me tell you, if you are in your late twenties, early thirties and still drinking Red Bulls and iced coffees like daily, like you got to get some natural energy. It's so much better for your body. But I used to be a very like Red Bull. Sometimes I'd have Red Bull and iced coffee in the same day. Like that is how I survived. And uh, So at some point in this journey of being overscheduled, people-pleasing, running around, uh, trying to make sure that I do everything everybody wants me to do and be at everything everybody wants me to be at and go to this place and do this thing and attend this meeting and blah, blah, blah. And uh, in the process, I realized that I was literally just running around to please others and not really making myself happy and then also just like make making myself get to the point where I literally hit my stop point. So I'm going to set the stage for y'all of how much of a like caffeine iced coffee girly I used to be. So I was, uh, this story that I'm going to tell y'all is like a, probably like a Thursday. Like it's just like a regular ass day, right? So I had woke up, I was in Tennessee for work. I live in North Carolina and so I woke up in Tennessee got a nice coffee to start the day, probably a donut. Then I went to a ton of different meetings that I had to run. Then I went to a lunch where I had nothing but a salad because I'd eaten like shit that week. And so I thought like, oh, this will be a good solution. And then I rushed back home to North Carolina to make my gym class that I was like five minutes late for that. That was a high intensity interval workout class. And, uh, literally had to leave the workout class because I had to throw up. Like I had to run myself to that point that literally I was like throwing up iced coffee and like half of a salad outside of the gym at like 6, 12 on like a Thursday afternoon. And I had this moment of realization as I'm just, cause you know, when you're throwing up, like you can, you can't go anywhere, right? Like if people are watching, if it's like in the middle of a shopping center, like you're just there till you're done. Right. So it's me outside the orange theory. This goes on for so long. The girl from the orange theory, um, comes out and gives me a water, which was very thankful. Um, very sweet of her, but, <laughs> and it's like in a shopping center. So just me. So as I'm standing there throwing up for so long, I have some time to think like Madison, how did we get ourselves into this situation? So we had gotten ourselves into this situation by literally overscheduling, thinking I have to do everything, thinking I have to do everything for work, for personal, to be at the gym 85 times a week, to uh, survive off iced coffee and a half a salad for whatever reason that I thought that that was healthy, and just all these different things that were just not a sustainable lifestyle. So I probably over the past, like from then to now, over the past year, have gone on this almost like attempt and I say attempt because it's it's still a work in progress, but attempt at descheduling my life. And so I used to be the kind of person, like I had everything scheduled, like every second of every day it was scheduled. I knew what I was going to do every weekend. I had plans. I was going to do this. I was going to see this person. I said yes to this thing that I'd even want to go to, like all of it. And uh, so 
going through all this, I realized I really needed to reset. So uh, I'm going to share with you guys some ways that I learned to reset and then some tips that I have for if you're trying to reset or if you can relate to my fucking throwing up iced coffee outside the gym story. And if you can, girly pop, you got to slow down. All right. So how I reset. So one thing that I had to do is I had to find an exercise that was a little bit better fit for me. Um, So I did Orange Theory for a while, loved Orange Theory. But once I turned 30, the high intensity interval, I couldn't do it anymore, you guys. I couldn't. My bones, mm -mm, they couldn't take it. So I switched to Pure Bar. And so when when I went into Pure Bar the first time, like I was one of the younger people in there, which is how I knew like we're in the right spot now. This is where we belong. Because, you know, there's just something about hitting 30 where you're just like, uh, the bones can't do as much as they used to, and you you just got to accept it, right? So I found an exercise that is a lot better fit for me. So the high intensity, I kind of wanted to like do it because like everybody was doing it. It's a great way to get in shape, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, definitely doing something like Pure Bar is a way better fit for me. So literally just that one shift in exercise has made such a huge difference in my body, my mindset, all that sort of stuff. So I share that to say like it doesn't matter what kind of exercise you do. It doesn't matter if your exercise is that you literally go and you walk 30 minutes every day, do an exercise, find something that you love, that you enjoy, that gets your body moving and that makes you feel good. The next thing I did to reset was I stopped over scheduling. So I'm, I'm one of those people, like if you were, look at my work calendar, like I have, uh, so first of all, I have like eight ways that I keep up with my work stuff. So I have a, like a monthly calendar where I keep what city I'm working in each day. Cause I have a job where I travel quite a bit. So that is just like big view where I'm at each day. Then I have a calendar on my computer, like my Outlook calendar. And I'm the kind of person that I literally have every second from like seven to five blocked out every single day, Monday through Friday. And then obviously my um, job is human resources. So obviously if I have those things planned, things are going to pop up that I didn't know were going to come or that I didn't know would happen. And so then I obviously don't have time for those things. And then it's just this spiral of just always being overscheduled, never having enough time. And then in addition to, I was always a people pleaser. So if people ask me for anything, I would always say yes, even if I already didn't have the time or if I certainly didn't want to do it. Um, But, you know, I kind of felt inclined to say yes. So through this kind of just perpetual cycle of just overscheduling, always saying yes, always being a people pleaser, I ended up in a spot where I was just doing so much that was outside of what I wanted to be doing for myself. So I had to set some boundaries and also learn to say no, both personally and professionally in order to really be able to stop that overscheduling. One thing that I've tried to start doing recently is I'm trying to be five minutes early to places. And so I'm the kind of person that like, if I have like, oh, I need to leave in five minutes, I'll like try to do a load of laundry in that five minutes. I'll be like, oh yeah, I can just like, I have five minutes. So I'll just like change this load of laundry over, like put these clothes away. And then by the time I get done doing all that, I'm late because I didn't really have time to do that anyways. And there were six red lights and I didn't plan for those. And so instead, if I'm like, oh, I need to leave in five minutes or 10 minutes, I just go ahead and leave. And worst case, I'm early and I just sit there and I play on my phone. But since I've adopted this, I haven't been early, you guys. I've been at most like one time I was two minutes early to the gym since I've adopted this, two minutes early, which in, you know, like exercise class time, that's like on time because, you know, by the time you walk in, check in, take your, you know, shoes off, get to your thing, it's time to start. So Basically, my attempt at being five minutes early means I'm now starting to be on time places. So that's pretty cool because I was always a running late girly pop because I was always overscheduled and always saying yes to everything. 
So one thing that I've learned that's really important for me is that I definitely have no peace when I'm late or overscheduled. So one thing that is super important to me is time. And so I'm the kind of person that, like I think it's so irritating if people are late because I just think like time is something you never get back. So just like be on time and be engaged when you're there. And so that's like a really just important core value that I have. And so whenever I can't like deliver that to other people in the way that I would expect them to deliver that to me, then it makes me just feel very anxious and it just makes a lot of things just not as pleasant or exciting as they should be. So for that reason, I have come up with what I'm calling my 12 tips for resetting. So... These are just really a combination of a lot of things that I've talked about on different episodes and really just a combination of all the things that I've done to reset my life and to really just kind of cancel this hustle culture that I was living in of just running around every second saying yes to everything and always being busy. Okay, so my first tip for resetting is develop a morning routine. So mine is doing meditation and a devotional and reading the Bible and listening to a devotional and... uh, doing my anxiety journal where I journal anything that I'm anxious about, about that day and really just preparing for the day and really just preparing that all I have to do that day is take care of that day. So that is one thing that has really helped me to reset is to take time for my morning routine every day and to realize that that time for myself is just super, super crucial. My second tip for resetting is one that I just shared with you guys, which is leaving five minutes early. So my goal now is always to leave. Like if I think, oh, it's going to take me 15 minutes to get there, I'll try to leave 20 minutes before I need to get there. Because realistically, even if it does take me 15 minutes to get there, I might hit traffic, I might hit a stoplight, and I would much rather just be there early than be like, oh my gosh, I'm late to the eighth thing today. I'm sure you guys can relate to that. If you are a running around girly pop, you're like, you're late to one thing, which means you're late to all the things that day. Okay, so my next tip for resetting is learning to say no. And so for me, I had to learn this both personally and professionally. So I'm the kind of person that if somebody invites me to something personally, I say yes, even if I don't want to go. Like you could ask me like, Madison, do you want to go swimming with sharks? And I'm terrified of swimming with sharks. And old me would have been like, yeah, that sounds great. I'll be there. And new me would be like, fuck, no, I don't want to swim with sharks. That does not sound like a good time. And uh, that is growth, I'm pretty sure. So definitely learning to say no. And then I'm learning to do that professionally as well. And so sometimes I think that I'm the kind of person that (laughs) the like, I'll do it myself because I know it's going to be done right. Totally my work ethic, which is definitely a blessing and a curse, largely a curse. But um, and so I've learned to start to trust others and start to delegate. And that has been a really, really slow process. Um, But I actually had something happen last week where I was out of town at a work conference. And so I had to delegate like a pretty big challenge that came up at work. And I did, and it went perfectly, and everything worked out fine. And look at me delegating and not being a control freak. Like, what a delightful experience. All right, my next tip for resetting is setting boundaries. And so for me, this looks like maybe you're not able to say yes to every single family function. Maybe you can go to two, but maybe you can't go to all four. Or maybe you can't go on every vacation that somebody brings up for this year because maybe that would just mean that you're running around too much. Maybe that means that 
you can't go out after you go to the gym because that's too much for you in one day. Whatever that looks like, just feeling comfortable and being able to set your boundaries and not feeling like you have to say yes and run around and do what other people want you to do. So another thing that I've learned to do is to create me days. So these are something different every time. So sometimes this is literally just me laying on the couch watching Netflix. Sometimes this is me going to do like a facial and a manicure. Sometimes this is me just having like a really creative day and just uh, writing and journaling and brainstorming ideas for the podcast or whatever that looks like. But I've now started to dedicate one day a month as a me day. And so like, I'll go ahead and plan like, okay, like this Saturday is a me day. So like, I won't make any plans other than just like whatever I want to do for that day. And so that has been something that has been so much fun for me. And it's also something that I've realized that if I don't create it, my body will make me create it. So like, if I don't create those me days, my body will literally be so exhausted that it's like, okay, all we're doing is sleeping this entire Saturday. And so now instead of getting to that point, I try to schedule it in for myself. So that way I can get the rest and recharge that I need. All right. My next tip for resetting is self-care, baby. So self-care could be a lot of things. For me, it has been taking care of my skincare. So I've been getting facials. I have been actually like using nice skincare products, taking care of my skin, I've been getting manicures and pedicures and really just focusing a lot on just some kind of like maybe like treat things that I like to do for myself, but just trying to make them a regular occurrence because I care about myself and because I want to take care of myself. So that's been a really cool one for me to develop as well because I used to would always think like, oh my gosh, going to get a facial is such a treat. And now it is, but it's a treat that I make for myself every month or every other month. So that's been something that's been really cool for me to develop. All right. So next tip for resetting. So if you struggle with mental health, the next two tips are for you. So I have gotten on the right combination of head meds. So I have the right combination of anxiety medication that I'm taking and sleep medication that I'm taking for nightmares. And I just feel good because my body has the serotonin and the dopamine it needs and it is just bebopping along. My next step for resetting is finding the right therapy. So for me, that was finding cognitive behavioral therapy, which has really helped me to reset my mind, reset my thinking, and to just find a really positive outlet for my emotions. Tip number eight is finding my faith. And so what that has looked like for me, I've shared on a, on a previous episode, but what that's looked like for me is really finding faith that works for me. So not necessarily thinking that the faith that I grew up with is the only faith that there is available, but really taking the time to branch out and figure out what do I believe in? What do I like? What do I want to surround myself with? And then how do I find that and create that, whether that be online or in person? So that's been really cool. And I think that's also a really cool thing about faith now is pretty much anything that you're interested in, you can find it online. You can watch a sermon, you can watch an episode, you can watch something to try to figure out if it aligns with you and your values and what you'd like to do. So my next tip for resetting is stop trying to do it all. So this has been for me just asking for help, like literally with the small things. Like, so I've been pretty sick. So today I just told my boyfriend, like, hey, I really want you to bring over dinner because I'm really tired and I don't feel good. And like, that is literally just a small thing of being like, whew, one less thing I have to worry about. So 
instead of just feeling like you have to do it all, you can always ask for help because you should and because you deserve it. All right, tip number 11 for resetting. My worth is more than productivity. So this has been a really hard one for me to kind of unpack is to realize that I think sometimes it's easy to think that if you're productive, then that's like what your worth is tied to. If you're hustling, if you're getting things done, if you're accomplishing things, if you have career success, if you, whatever it is that you're making things happen or you're getting things done, if you're productive and then you're worth more or your worth is tied to productivity. And so being able to really just deconstruct that and realize that my worth is not based on productivity and productivity can be resting because your body needs that too. Rest is productive. Taking care of yourself is productive. Self-care is productive. All these things that I used to think of as like maybe like treats for myself are all things that I just need to be doing to take care of myself to have a better life. So that has been a really cool lesson for me to learn. All right, my last tip for resetting is I am trying to make time in between appointments. So as I mentioned earlier, I'm the kind of person, like if you look at my calendar, every second is booked. And then one thing runs late or something pops up I didn't expect. And then I don't have time for any of it, right? Because now I'm like, oh my God, this needs to end. And you're in one meeting and you're thinking about how you're already late to the next. And you know, you're just, it's not a good flow. So I'm trying now to set like a 15 or 30 minute window in between meetings. So I have time to reset, pee, whatever that looks like. And so I'm going to give you guys an example of why I want to do this. So this past Friday, I had a, what I'm calling everything ran late day. So I had a meeting at eight that I ran like five minutes late to because I forgot that I was picking up breakfast. So was a little late. And then that meeting, of course, ran about 15 minutes over because I had an agenda and this person had a different agenda that I didn't really know about. Then because that ran over, then I ran late to my next call. So then I had to apologize to them. So then I was late getting to my doctor's appointment. So then my doctor's appointment ran long. So then I had to call somebody to get them to... Um, cover an in-person interview that I was supposed to be doing. And then I had to move a different call. So when I got back, I could do that in-person interview that I was already supposed to be in. And then by the time I got done with all of that, it was literally lunchtime and I had accomplished nothing besides running around like chicken with no head. And I don't want to live like that. So that is like a great example of like, sometimes you think you're making strides and then you just have a day where everything goes like that. And you're like, okay, shit, got to reset again, which also I think is a really important lesson that you don't really just start and reset once and then it's smooth sailing from there. You're going to reset, you're going to fall off, you're going to reset, you're going to have to start over, you're going to reset, you're going to backpedal and that's totally fine and totally part of the process. The important thing is to not give up. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Mental Health Monday where we talked about canceling hustle culture and really just learning to take life day by day and enjoy life a little bit more, not over schedule and set some boundaries. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys have any tips as to what you've done to cancel hustle culture in your own way, please drop them below. We'd love to hear what you guys are doing, but thanks so much for tuning in and happy healing, babes.